the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. We are so started up tonight. We are so started up. It's 6.04. We even started up a little early. You know why? You know who's back? You know who's back in the hot seat running the board? Sambolino. Good evening, Mr. Idala. How are you, sir? What's up, Sambolino? I'm, I'm recharged back from my time away, and it's always nice to get out of New York. All right, then, thank you. And I heard you brought Joan back a beautiful present. She's home nursing her mom, but she'll be back soon. So thank you for that generous uh, trinket that you brought her back. Very sweet of you. Very thoughtful. Okay. It was, a, it was actually something for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> she swiped. <laughs> I'm only teasing. I'm only teasing. So, Sam Bellino, I, uh, I, you know, I missed you last week, but Alex, as usual, did a fine job. And um, so I, I was away yesterday, and, and I heard feedback I got was it was a great show yesterday, so thank you guys for holding down the fort. Uh, I, was, I went away for like 50 hours, um, and uh, when I landed last night at 6.30, um, there was still unfinished business, business at the office. And here's what you're going to get on this radio show tonight, tonight, um, before anyone else. You're going to get uh, the, well, you're actually going to get an exclusive, I'm realizing, because the woman who wrote a brief that is on the tip of everyone's tongue, which is the lead story on newspapers all over the world, and I am not exaggerating when I say all over the world, uh, I will read you a text that I got just moments ago from my office answering service that says, I'm calling for Arthur. This is Darren Alley at 7 Network. He gives this long phone number with a plus in the front. Arthur, I am a producer in Australia, 7 Network, Sydney. Can you please call me? Because they want to cover the appeal that the woman who is sitting across from my desk who is looking deep into her computer to find the words that would say filed, uh, is she, this is what, what Diana Fabi Sampson is waiting for right now. Diana, could you just speak to your adoring public? And <laughs> could, uh, you need to talk into the microphone. Could you go? Oh, you're getting a round of applause. You can't hear that. Sam Bellino is giving. She deserves a round of applause. She has been working so hard on this legal document. Um, Right up until the last minute, uh, it reminded me today when she was supposed to hit send when like, w- uh, like a woman who's pregnant and doesn't want to give birth 
because like she just feels like if the baby stays inside her a little bit longer, the baby will be that much more perfect. And that's what it was like. Like, and I'm I'm still. I'm sweating over here. Like, this is real time. This is real drama because the appeal on Ghislaine Maxwell, the United States of America versus Ghislaine Maxwell, is not officially filed yet. Is that correct, Diana Fabi Sampson? That is correct, Arthur. Okay. And and how are you feeling right now about it all? I, Closer to the microphone, okay. please. Okay. Um, I'm feeling that I would like to wrap this up in a bow. Um, but we're still waiting to get the final proofs and okay them. And is there a time limit on when an appeal, a federal appeal to the Second Circuit Court of Appeals? Today is the day that it's due. Is there a time that it's due? Is it 6 p.m.? I hope not. Is it 8 p.m.? Is it 11.59 and 59 seconds? So in this particular case, um, it's 11.59. But in some cases where um, electronic filing is not available, it would be 5 o'clock. Okay, so because of the electronic filing, we could wait, we could sweat it out a little longer. Yes, and that's now, just what you like because oh, you like yeah. this kind of suspense. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I like this. Like, I like root canal. <laughs> I, so, I have a personal question. When, and I know your sister Terry, who I know for longer than she wants to know she was on the planet, anyone to know that she was on the planet. Were you like this in school? Like, did you wait until the last minute to complete the project? I did not wait till the last minute to complete this project, Arthur. So I'm going to object to that. Okay. Did you wait till the last minute to hand Assumption. in? The, did you like, wait yes, till the last yes, minute to hand yes, in the project? Yes. You did. I like to use the fullness of the available time allowed. When you, when you took the bar exam, did you use the fullness of the available time allowed? Yes, I did. You did? I believe so, it, although it's been a while. Oh, really? Yeah. You've only been a lawyer a couple of years, right? Yeah. So let me give you guys a little background. Sometime, and I believe it was June of 2022, um, when it was out there that um, I guess that we were retained to do the Harvey Weinstein appeal, uh, and there was a significant amount of publicity around that, we were notified, we got a, a call from people in the family of Ghislaine Maxwell. And for anyone who's been living under a rock the last three years, Miss Maxwell was... Um, what word would you use to describe her relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, Diana? What word would you say it was his girlfriend, his business prop, business manager? What? How would you describe their relationship between Ghislaine and Jeffrey Epstein? This, um, this is the hard question I'm asking well, you. I mean, I think you it spent changed. six months working on this. I think it changed over time. The microphone's um, over there. At, you know. It, I think, you know, the trial made that clear that at one time they had a romantic relationship, but it, over time um, she became um, an employee of his who she's, uh, you know, she's a very bright woman and she managed all his properties um, all over the world. Okay. So the family comes to us. I mean, it was a whole, uh, I call it a beauty pageant, right? So they go to different law firms, they go to different lawyers to determine uh, who it is who should work on her appeal. At that point, she had not been sentenced. Off the top of my head, I believe she was sentenced on June the 28th of 2022. Is that correct, Ms. Fabi Sampson? I believe that's correct. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So this was sometime in, in early June. And um, truth be told, they did sign a retainer agreement with us. Um, but it... What? Nothing. Why are you giving me I'm weird looks? But the, the truth be told, because it's been it's been widely reported in the newspaper, some astronomical number. It's all if you Google it, 
one of the lawyers in here thought we got paid this. I mean, the, the newspaper says we got paid $10 million. Several newspapers said we got paid $10 million. We did not get paid $10 million. Or Sa- anything close to that. <laughs> Sa- Sam Bellino would, uh, would, be, would be taking a couple of weeks off, not just one week off, if we got paid $10 million. Um, and in fact... There was there was some some issues with the timeliness of the finances, but we made a strategic decision based on equity, based on justice, based on um, our legal professionalism that we were going to soldier ahead and kind of put the finances in a second position to our obligations to the profession and our love of the profession. And Diana was um, in the district attorney's office of Manhattan for quite some time where she worked primarily in the appeals bureau. So she's well versed in the area of appeals. Judge Commons here has written and argued more appeals than we can count. And Judge Leventhal for over a decade sat in the state uh, appeals court here in the appellate division, second department. Uh, and, and Michael Jacarino writes appeals and so does uh, John Esposito. So we're very well, uh, we got a deep bench but this was a very, very difficult one. Um, first of all, look, people look at people like Harvey Weinstein, like Galene Maxwell. Some people look at Rudy Giuliani with a negative eye. Some people look at Alan Dershowitz with a negative eye. We here at this law firm family, we look at our role as attorneys to make sure that everyone's rights as citizens are protected. And everyone who goes to trial or pleads guilty, that those are done, those are done the right way. And that the pressures that society brings upon, whether it's through the media or, uh, or politics, that those, those do not get in the way of people's first, second, fourth, fifth, sixth, especially sixth right to counsel, uh, eighth right against cruel and unusual punishment, that those rights do not get trampled on. Because the majority is, is calling for someone's head. And that's the way it was with Harvey. That's the way it was now with Ghislaine. Um, and it has been a big task. So people may say, well, why are you so excited about this, this brief? And why are you so excited to represent these people when they've done such horrible things? They've even been convicted of it. Because we're just making sure things were done the right way. And what's the right way? The right way is the American way which is to make sure that our laws, that our statutes, that the rules, that the regulations, that, that, that history, that tradition, that everyone is treated fairly and equally is followed. We're going to come back and Diana's going to give you a couple of the issues, if she can succinctly, of what we're going to be arguing in the Second Circuit Court of Appeals. Don't go away. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. 
I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Remember when you were in your teens and you thought you were invincible? Well, the same rationale applies to adults, too. When we're feeling good, we think everything is okay, and we don't need a power of attorney, or we think we don't need a healthcare proxy. We think, ah, we'll worry about that when we're older or we become sick. Well, nothing can be further from the truth. The fact is, if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or healthcare proxy. What happens then? Then the state or the courts may have to make those choices for you. Is that what you want? Of course not. It's essential to create a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. Call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They really know this stuff. They've been doing it for 40 years. They will help you make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. For a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. People with cancer prefer Dr. Lederman's innovative cancer treatment. Many are so disappointed not to get the same care elsewhere. Dr. Lederman is first in Western Hemisphere with body radiosurgery, non-invasive, highly successful outpatient cancer treatment where we attack cancer. No cutting, no bleeding. Dr. Lederman's first. When all others thought standard treatment was okay, Dr. Lederman doesn't settle for okay. Why should you? For newer recurrent cancers, most anywhere in the body, even if chemo, surgery, or radiation didn't work, isn't tolerated, or isn't wanted. The original, Dr. Lederman. Don't settle for excuses and imitation. Call Dr. Lederman, two and two choices, two and two choices, for appointment and free booklet DVD. 1384 Broadway at 38th, most insurance, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Don't be disappointed elsewhere. Call Dr. Lederman, two and two choices, two and two choices. I have been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College because court reporters are such an essential part of the legal field. Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It is incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or the School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. You. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Nice. I hope this isn't Sunday, bloody Sunday today. It's only Tuesday. Arthur Idala on the Power Hour on an abbreviated show. We got basketball tonight. Big Orange. But 
Just so you guys know what a special treat you're getting tonight. Tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, I'm going to be on Channel 5 with Rosanna Scotto. Uh, there's other media appearances that I don't even know that have, are lined up. They're literally calling from Australia, which I just read to you. Washington, D.C., Florida, England, France. Because uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell case, the woman who was associated with Jeffrey Epstein, who went to trial, who basically became the the devil in lieu of Jeffrey Epstein. I am here with the author of, uh, of the primary author of the, um, the the brief that was just filed in the Court of Appeals. Would you say that's accurate, uh, Diana Fabi Sampson, that Ghislaine became the proxy devil for uh, Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, that The microphone's there. Yes, Arthur. She's one of these really share. smart people. Is one of these really, I, I've been telling her where the microphone is, right, for the whole <laughs> 20 minutes here. Okay, go ahead. I haven't had an opportunity to speak much. So, um, yes, that is a fair characterization, I believe, of what occurred here. And are you able to, like, succinctly tell <laughs> uh-huh. our listeners, like, some of the issues that you're asking the Court of Appeals? Let me just say this. When you file an appeal, it is not about whether someone did it or didn't do it. It's whether the judge at the lower trial obeyed the law or didn't obey the law, guarded people's constitutions right, constitutional rights, or trampled on people's constitutional rights. So can you tell us, Diana Fabi Sampson, the author of the Ghislaine Maxwell Appeal? Say my first name. Wow. Um, well, you I just like... say Diana. Okay, Diana. Um, yes. Let's, can I tell you what? Tell us like a little bit of the issues okay. in a way that like so, people who don't go to law school would so understand. Here, so I'm, I'm going to first say that there were a lot of problems with this case. And one of the most difficult um, things about writing this brief and, and researching and, you know, developing our arguments was that we had to pick and choose because um, the, the, the appellate court is uh, allows you basically limited review. In fact, we were denied um, an enlar- a request to enlarge our brief. So we really had to be very succinct and choose wisely, wisely and strategically what we were going to argue on Ghislaine's behalf. But I do want to stress that there were a lot of serious problems with this case in terms of um, the evidence and um, the rulings that prevented Ghislaine from um, from impeaching the witnesses that testified, that is, you know, uh, bringing before the jury a lot of the inconsistent statements of the witnesses um, for many years prior to the time they took the stand, um, and other evidence to support um, her her defense that she was not guilty. So there were a lot of problems with the case. But answering to answer Arthur's question, um, the issues that we thought were the strongest for Ghislaine and would give her the best chance of overturning the the verdict um, happened to not be the most, um, you know, like the kinds of issues that that people outside the law would really latch on to. Um, but we had to choose them because they were the Correct. best and, arguments. And we were very handcuffed by the word limit. But That's right. Why don't you just, since once it's kind of so a little easy, why don't you, you talk about the juror issue? Okay, so could, that that's, but you know what? I mean, here's the thing. I just want to say first that the first two major arguments of our brief um, really um, cast doubt on the, 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 the prosecutor, the government, um, and their decision to prosecute Ghislaine at all some three decades after the fact. 
Uh, one is this non-prosecution agreement that occurred um, back so in. When you say three decades, what well, do you mean? I mean she's, she's there were. Made, she was found guilty of crimes that happened in the nineties. In in well, alleged to have occurred, um, and you know, basically these crimes were Epstein. Uh, sexual abuse uh, conduct dating back to allegedly 1994. So we're talking about, yeah, almost three decades. Um, And we, you know, but there was a non-prosecution. There was an investigation in Florida in the, uh, I guess, 2006, 2007. There was a non-prosecution agreement that was signed that, um, that should have protected Ghislaine from prosecution. In fact, as the um, the attorney general's office discovered, there was absolutely no evidence of any kind against Ghislaine when they thoroughly um, investigated this matter back in 2002, you know, 2006, 2007. So that's that's the first issue that we've raised is that the government made a promise. The government made a promise um, and they reneged. And should the government, should our government be making promises and reneging when it comes to criminal uh, criminal uh, so investigations the, and prosecutions. So the only thing, very quickly, because we only have three minutes left at the okay. short show. No, no, really quickly. People have to remember the Bill Cosby show, the Bill Cosby show, the Bill Cosby case. <laughs> well, we remember the Bill Cosby show. They made a promise show. not to prosecute him, and yet they they did prosecute him after he executed that agreement. Um, Diana, because we, we are on limited time. Okay. Let me just ask you something. Yeah. Just or I should just tell people. So we're waiting for it to be filed. It'll be filed tonight before midnight, and then tell them what the next steps are in an appeal in okay. the Second Circuit, um, the Federal next, Court of Appeal. The next step is to wait for the pro- the government, the uh, U- United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, to respond to our brief, and they will probably take uh, six weeks to a couple months, maybe, if they get an extension on their filing, um, and then we will reply. Um, it, with another brief, um, and then we'll prepare for an oral argument before a three-judge panel. Um, after that, we could possibly end up in an en banc review situation. What does en banc mean? Where all the justices, judges of this uh, Court of Appeals sit together to review the decision of the, the three-judge panel. And if so we, it's and a if, long process. And if somehow or another we're not... Um we're not uh, successful there. We could do a writ of certiorari to the United States Supreme That's Court. That's right. We could. Which is usually a long shot. But here, let's see if you can do it in 60 seconds. <laughs> Why is it not such a long shot here? I mean, there are two issues that are uh, that w- w- the Supreme Court of the United States co- could possibly be interested in. One is that um, the Second Circuit has this weird uh, case that requires that uh, agreements between citizens and the government be construed in favor of the government effectively. And it's uh, no other circuit follows it. They apply it to uh, plea agreements. And if this case were to be decided uh, by that case, um, I think the, the U.S. attorneys might be, I mean, the United States Supreme Court might be interested in that. Okay, we have one minute left. How do you feel physically right now? Very tired. We were here till what three something in the morning. Mm-hmm. What was I doing? You were putting the bait stamp numbers into the. I brief. was doing menial work. Ministerially, she said, "Arthur, you can't do that. You're the boss." I said, "Well, does it need to be done?" She's like, "Yes." I said, "Well, if it needs to be done, then I'm going to be here to get it done." So yeah, you did. A we great worked job. late and we got up early, and I was back in federal court, and um, 
If you're around tomorrow morning while you listen to Piscopo, put on throw on channel five around eight o'clock. You'll see my beautiful bald head. And um, Diana, thank you from everyone here at Idola Bertuna and Commons, and and. On behalf of Ghislaine Maxwell and her family and friends and her supporters, you did an outstanding job. You really rose to the occasion, and you were less stressed than I was. So congratulations. That's true. That's true. Very nice. That's what she adds. That's true. All right, folks, enjoy Syracuse basketball. We'll be back tomorrow for a full show. See you later. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.